The Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom should I be afraid? Well, I can think of a lot of things to be afraid of. And so could the Hebrew people. A little history first to better understand our first reading. Did, did you see Father Ed perk up when I said history? <laughs> I, I don't know why I do that. Uh, remember Jacob? Jacob had 12 sons. And when they and all their descendants finally entered the promised land, each one of these 12 tribes was allotted a tract of land, with the bulk of them settling in the north, north of Jerusalem. Only two of the tribes settled south of Jerusalem. That tells you something about how attractive the land in the south was. It was a barren desert. Well, the northern area became the kingdom of Israel, and the southern area, the kingdom of Judah. The two kingdoms were eventually united under King David for almost a hundred years until his son Solomon died. And then they broke apart again into two separate kingdoms. Starting in about 733 BC, Assyria began attacking and conquering the northern kingdom. And among the first areas to fall to them was the land of the tribes of Zebulun and Naphtali, the region around the Sea of Galilee. Now when an area got conquered, the practice was you took half of the population and led them away to your homeland and then took some of your people and moved them into the conquered land. The idea was that after intermarrying, the identity of the conquered people would vanish and you didn't have to worry about them rising up against you. And that's exactly what the Assyrians did. It seemed hopeless. But Isaiah says, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. And those who dwelt in the land of gloom, a light has shone. Zebulun and Naphtali represented darkness and despair. And now we see the link to the gospel. Matthew, and remember Matthew wrote for a Jewish audience, so they would have been very familiar with that first reading. Matthew introduces Jesus' public life by saying he lived in that northern area of the country, the region where the bulk of the destruction under the Assyrians took place. 
that out of this land of darkness, oppression, and death, a light has come. And that is the theme, the message of the entire Bible. God has a way of bringing the best from the worst, the most wonderful from the least expected. Think about it. Abraham and Sarah can't have any children. They're too old. God's promise will never be fulfilled. And then they have Isaac. And the entire Hebrew people come from this old, barren couple. Light from darkness. Joseph thrown into a well, and then sold by his brothers into slavery, imprisoned in Egypt for seven years, becomes the Pharaoh's trusted confidant. And by storing up grain, he's able to feed the world during a famine. Light from darkness. David a young shepherd boy, a nobody, becomes king and unites the Hebrew people as their greatest leader. Out of the blackness, the horror of the Holocaust, the Jewish people become a nation in their promised land. Light from darkness. The darkness of a crucified criminal hanging helplessly on a cross is in fact the Son of God. And through his death and resurrection, death is banished and light and life restored. In the Bible and in life, God brings light from darkness. Greatness breaks through in unexpected ways. But the world says, no, that's not true. Success builds on success. Those who drive the hardest run, win. That's the logic of the world. But it's not God's logic. So, what is the Zebulun and Naphtali in our life? What's the place right now in our lives that seems hopeless and helpless? A physical illness, worry about our children or grandchildren, a marriage that seems bound to fail, a job loss, an old grudge that continues to eat away at us, the loss of a loved one that we can't seem to get over. 
I can't tell you what is your darkness, our gloom. We each have our own. But think, think about whether this might be the very place where light will break through the darkness. God is still working where you feel the most alone and vulnerable. Trust. Trust that God will win in the end. I believe that I shall see the bounty of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord with courage. Be stout-hearted and wait for the Lord.